Good morning. My name is Pamela Blue Nelson, and I'm a consultant with MGMA. I help the Telogen SIRS team and small practices understand cost measures within the MIPS program and their relationship to practice operations. Today, we're going to do an introduction to the 2020 proposed rule of the cost category. As a MIPS-eligible clinician, you have more than likely identified the cost category as the most perplexing of the MIPS performance categories. In year four, which is 2020, paid out in 2022, data collection for cost remains the same. CMS will continue to look at claims data, but as the program matures, the cost category will be weighted more heavily each year. You will see an increase in the cost category from 15% in 2019 to 20% of your overall score in 2020. CMS feels that measuring cost is an integral part of measuring value. It is easy for a practice to forget about the cost category because they don't have to do anything to report it. But it will increasingly become a higher percent of your total MIPS score, so it's important to understand what it is and what we can do at the practice level. For 2020, CMS will continue with the total per capita costs, TPCC, for all attributed beneficiaries, calculated, risk-adjusted, and expressed at the 10 or 10 NPI level. The TPCC measure has been revised. It's important to understand that attribution for this measure is determined by Part A and Part B charges. Attribution will be different for individuals and groups and will be defined in the measure specifications. Total per capita cost attribution would require E&M services to have an associated primary care service or a follow-up E&M service from the same clinician group. Attribution would also include certain clinicians exclude Attribution will exclude certain clinicians who primarily deliver non-primary care services, for example, general surgery. There is a minimum case, and it's 20 to qualify for this measure. The second measure is the Medicare Spending Per Beneficiary, or MSPB. This has also been revised. Measures, this also measures Medicare Part A and Part B costs incurred by a single beneficiary immediately prior to and during a 30-day following a qualifying inpatient stay post-discharge and compare these costs to expected costs. It will include inpatient, outpatient, skilled nursing facility, home health, hospice, DME, non-institutional physician supplier claims. The MSPB clinician attribution changes would have a different methodology for surgical and medical patients. This measure is also risk-adjusted. There's a minimum of 35 cases to qualify. Both measures have inclusions, exclusions, and definitions, so I encourage you to go to the QPP site and review the fact sheets for the proposed 2020 cost measures. The episode-based measures differ from TPCC and MSPB measures. There are eight episodes-based cost measures being used in 2019 MIPS, and those eight will continue in the performance period 2020 with 10 new episodes added. 
the eight existing episodes are categorized into episode, episode groups. Elective outpatient percutaneous coronary intervention, knee arthroplasty, revascularization for lower extremity chronic critical limb ischemia, routine cataract removal with intraocular lens, screening surveillance colonoscopy, intracranial hemorrhage or cerebral infarction, simple pneumonia with hospitalization, ST elevation myocardial infarct with percutaneous coronary intervention. The 10 new episodes are acute kidney injury requiring new inpatient dialysis, elective primary hip arthroplasty, femoral or inguinal hernia repair, hemodialysis access creation, inpatient chronic obstructive pulmonary disease exacerbation, lower gastrointestinal hemorrhage, lumbar spine fusion for degenerative disc disease levels 1 and 3, lumpectomy, partial mastectomy, or simple mastectomy, non-emergent coronary artery bypass graft, and renal or ureteral stone surgical treatments. The episode's measures differ from TPC and MSPB measures because episode-based measure specifications only include items and services that are related to the episode of care for a clinical condition or procedure that I just listed above, as opposed to including all services that are provided to a patient over a given time. They include Part A and Part B. Again, please go to the CMS QPP site to see the details of these measures and what is included and what is not. There are no changes proposed for attribution in the episode-based measures, both the previous ones and new ones. Attribution for these measures varies depending upon the category. For episodes in the acute inpatient medical condition episode groups, episodes are attributed to each MIPS eligible clinician who bills inpatient evaluation and management ENM, claim lines during a trigger inpatient hospitalization under a TIM that renders at least 30% of the inpatient ENM claim lines in that hospitalization. The 30% threshold for the TIN ensures that the clinician group is collectively measured across all of its clinicians who are likely responsible for the oversight of care for the patient during the trigger hospitalization. For procedural episode groups, attribution procedural episodes are attributed to each MIPS eligible clinician who renders a triggering service as identified by CPT codes and HIPPICS codes. The clinician rendering the service or the organization that the clinician is billing under is identified by the performing physician filed on the claim form. Minimal case 10 for procedural episodes and 20 for hospital episodes. Risk adjustment applies as well. For a cost measure to be scored, an individual MIPS eligible clinician or group must have enough attributed cases to meet or exceed the case minimum for that cost measure. As already mentioned earlier, the cost category will be worth 20% of your MIPS score in 2020. CMS will increase the cost performance category weight to 20% in 2020, 25% in 2021, and 30% in 2022, and will continue aligning the quality and cost performance categories to create better value and to gradually work toward equal weighting, which is required by law, beginning with the sixth year of the program. How can you prepare to improve and improve cost category? 
The first thing is understand the cost measures and how attribution is rendered so you know how it applies to your providers. Second thing, know your populations and what are their risks. Improve coding of ICD-10 to capture the risks adequately. Risk of a patient justifies costs. Keep track of your patients, be involved in their care, avoid overlap, duplication of lab images, services, and present lower cost options when possible. Consider joining an uh, advanced alternative payment model to reduce or eliminate MIPS activities and to encourage lower cost healthcare and improve population outcomes. You can find more resources related to the cost category on the qpp.cms.gov under the resource library. You can filter your results by program year and performance category, among other filter subjects. The 2020 cost performance category fact sheet will, be, will help uh, along with other 2020 MIPS resources. These are proposed specifications. They are available for public comment and can be found on the website. Thank you for your time.